Welcome back to our Women Wednesdays podcast. And my guest today is the numero uno female in our orbit, <laughs> Elizabeth Hama. She is our senior vice president and CEO and head of Definitely the not CEO. <laughs> manager of Harvard Radio, our cluster here in West Palm Beach. Thank that, you for that joining us. That happens to also be a woman, though, Jenny Morris. Yes. You're right. I love Jenny. Of Hubbard Radio, CEO of Hubbard Radio. It's a family-owned radio network, and it's just a blessing to work for. Absolutely. Now, you and I have been through multiple owners of Hubbard Radio, and you obviously have survived, so have I, but you survived because you bring such positivity, I think, to the workplace and productivity. So explain a little bit about what you do here. Well, I am responsible for the West Palm Beach operation, and I report up to the CEO who is in Minneapolis. So I oversee the uh, seven brands that we have, and we also have a digital ad agency. So that total operation, I'm responsible for basically the profit and the operation of, of this group in West Palm Beach. And this group is amazing and does awesome work and has made unbelievably great results. Which the group includes WRMF, Flamethrower, Sunny, uh, WMBX. X1023. X1023 uh, and Party. And then you've got the AMs that were acquired. New Country 1031. Oh, no, Don't country, I'm so sorry. WRIRK. <laughs> I know there's so many. 850 WFTL, Fox Sports 640. Yeah. So it crosses the gamut of whatever you want on the radio, we've got it, basically. Yes. Except for hard rock. Yes, and in West Palm Beach, with 1.3 million people in the county, um, our collective stations reach close to 750,000 of those people. Wow, that's a big reach. It's a big reach, and it's a big responsibility for everybody in this building, because as we know, as broadcasters, our responsibility isn't just for the profit of of the unit, but is also for our participation in the good of our community. And... That is a responsibility that both Hubbard and I and this team take very seriously, and you see it in the community work that we do every single day. It's all about the listener, and also you have such a high, such a high integral and integrity level here at in the workplace. Explain what your standards are for the workplace. Well, you know they're not my standards; they're the standards of our group, and um, our core values were built by the team. We went through a lengthy exercise, as you know, because you participated in it, that we uh, went through um, um, a a program that helped us define what are the things that are most important to us in the way we interact and the way we do business. And we determined that our core values were, can you name them, Karen? Integrity, Integrity, inclusive, inclusive, innovation, and money. And invested. invested. Okay. And invested. Well, it was close to money. <laughs> invested meaning um, the way that we feel invested in the results and the, the community that we serve, the products that we create, the content that we create, and so on. So all happen to be eyes, and yet there's not a lot of people on this team that center on I, they center on we. Yes. So which is a blessing that we have a team that feels that way and, and an organization that supports that. So you basically manage a lot of different personalities and, you know, it's, it's, it's not easy, I'm sure, in the sales department as well, but also on air. Yes, that is a very complicated part of my job. Um, an inclusive environment means that you have um, certainly all types and all backgrounds that um, come to the table. And in our world, as we know, we have entertainers. 
um, and we have business people alike, and they bring uniquenesses. We have some people that's job is every day being in front of a camera and in front of a microphone, and their job is to be funny, and in other people's job is very serious, and you know, you put all that together, sometimes it can be a whirlwind, but we do our best every day to unite and look at it and say, if we're having a challenge, let's put it out on the table and figure out how we come to an agreement that works for everybody that is around that table. Yeah, and being a woman now, at the top, how has that been for you? And what what has been your ladder climb? Where did you go to school and how did you get to where you are now? So this is a great story, I think. But so I, um, you know, I, I started, I graduated from college in <clears throat> the early 80s. And, and you were, can I say, you were Betty Brown? Beth. Beth Brown. You Beth never, Brown. Okay. And Beth I, Brown, I Beth love Beth Brown. I know, to Elizabeth Hammond. Yeah, it was much, much um, more executive. <laughs> yes, much more. <laughs> but I um, grew up, I'm the fifth child of five. I have a twin brother. And all of my parents and all of my siblings at one point in time are school teachers. Really? I'm the only one out of five that left the profession and the very noble profession, I might add, of teaching. Um, and took a different path in my world. Although I do feel I teach every day, but in a different way and with um, some sometimes adults, but sometimes not as much adults. Anyway, from uh, I, my, my very first job was, um, and I truly mean it this way, I was a secretary okay. at what was called a rep firm then, in uh, the name of it was Major Market Radio at 48th and Madison in Manhattan. Whoa! Took the train in every day and made $13,500. We all remember our first salary, yes, and it's yes, about that do. in that area. And the train ticket getting in didn't cover that. <gasps> but I lived at home with my mom, and it was fine. It was all good. And then I took, um, um, but I was literally a secretary, and I was sharing this story yesterday with one of our teammates. You know, if, I don't know if you um, saw the story, I'm sure, Miss News Director, of course you saw the story about um, NASA looking for Miss. Kitty, I think is her name. And, you know, she was told, as she, they, they, they say that she would probably now be in her 70s or 80s. But at the time when she was a young girl, she applied to be an astronaut. And she received a letter from NASA that said, we do not have programs for women, nor do we intend to have any. And NASA apparently still had that letter. And now one of the news anchors from NBC or somebody uh, shared the story that one of the female astronauts is looking for Miss Kitty, and I think it was Kitty, could, I could have the name wrong, um, and is looking for her to say, you know, what happened to you and what did you, did you follow your dreams? Like what happened as a result of NASA saying, women aren't invited to this party? I would love to know. I think it is a great story. I'm on like, it. You gotta follow it for us, Karen, Oh right? my gosh. So think about that so she was probably a she would be older than I am but I followed in those footsteps and I was a secretary in an environment that you know women were not at the party don't tell women like you know and don't tell women like me no <laughs> or exactly. Miss Kitty or absolutely and I pray that she had oh. her dream come true in whatever form that is for her um, but so when uh, I had the first job I took my second job that um, moved me from Long Island to Syracuse New York and it was a brave move for a young 22 year old I got an apartment and moved up there Woo! as a promotions director for um, WSYR in Syracuse New York and from there I stayed there 11 years uh, got married, had two children, and left as the general sales manager of three stations. So I had quite the ride uh, for the first 11 years there. I then moved 
come on kids my husband who has always been my backbone and my support said you want to go to detroit really i'm from detroit hello (laughs) and his response when i said what do you think was let's go okay and off we went to Detroit, and it sounds like it was a simple story, but getting there with two young children was was complicated. And uh, from there, we stayed there for five years, and then I looked at him one day, and I said, honey, how's Louisville, Kentucky sound? Really? Oh, my gosh. And he said, honey, let's go. What stations were you working at in, in Detroit? Well, Detroit at the time, it no longer exists, was W4 Country. Yeah, I remember W4. Which was a w- huge country station. Sure. While it was there, it changed formats. Well, actually, it was um, Howard Stern was at www. Yes, he, was. <laughs> he was. And the building that is in his movie, Private Parts, is yes. the building that yes. I worked in. Yes. yes. Uh, they finally moved because that building was so dangerous. <gasps> yeah. So, um, and f- so then we went to Louisville, Kentucky, and I worked there for a couple of years. And then uh, 20 years ago, this coming July, I came to West Palm Beach. Whoa. And we are so glad that you did. I am too. Oh, and my. so is my family, who, who both have met local people and married. And now I have two grandchildren, and I'm blessed to really, truly be a Floridian in West Palm Beach. When you fly into PBIA, you feel you're home. Oh, I am home. Yeah, I feel the same way. <laughs> but you are a mom. You are a grandmama, yep. which is awesome. And plus all the things that you do for us here. You're kind of a mom here sometimes, too. Uh, but can you, what would you tell young Beth Brown, knowing everything you know now with all of that history? What would you tell her now? Just one little point of advice. Um, that's a great question. I think, uh, interestingly, I would tell her, it's all going to come, don't rush it. And there are times where I know that I look back on myself and I was somewhat in a hurry to get to the next thing in the next place. And I had, I had and still have desires to be successful. And it all will come, don't worry. Yeah, be in the moment like, and don't, don't worry. worry. It doesn't help. Like, it, it, the, the, I've spent a lot of time, like every woman, worrying about my children and my husband and the organization that I'm responsible for and the people within it. And, and you look back and, you know, you know, the spirituality of life comes true, which is trust and everything will be okay. And I would tell myself that now, like, just breathe. Have faith. It, it, this too shall pass. Yes. Live and, in the moment. Yes. And I would also say, you know, find great mentors and find people who truly support you and that want to see you grow. And then one last point I would tell young women not necessarily me because I feel like I was blessed in this regard, but I see a lot of women that are rushing for and finding the right man. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, I think that there's some really important advice for women that are not married and are looking for the right person. And, you know, the right person has to be for love. And you have to have that faith that and find that person that has your values and has your back and that you have theirs. And, you know, my husband has made my life very good and made my career be able to be a smooth one because he supported me. And when you think about a lot of men, think about this. Most men who have been very successful, a lot of them have had a woman behind who always took care of the kids, never had to worry about whether or not the kids were at the doctor appointment and so on. And I have to say, I have not really had to worry about a lot of that. Steve does a lot of those things for me, and that allows me to run in the same circle as men at the same pace. It reminds me of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. Same thing. Her husband allowed her to become a... And, and, And you know that point that people say this to women, but don't ever depend on another human being. No. Depend on yourself and you will be fine. Ugh. 
wonderful sage advice. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. You're welcome. Emma. That was She's, fun. Oh, yay. So, yes, thank you for listening to our podcast about women in leadership and on our Women's Wednesdays podcast. You're part of the Women in Leadership of po- the Palm Beach the County. Executive yeah. Women of the Palm Beaches. Yeah, and that's another really cool thing that you do. So. It's a wonderful organization, a place where women leaders are able to gather and show support to one another and also at the same time similarly do good work for the community. We raise money for scholarships. We support each other. It's a great organization. And if anyone is interested in being a part of that, you can reach me at 561-868-1141. Whoa, she gave out her digits. All right, Elizabeth Hammer, get back to work. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.